Hello, and welcome to the TNT Podcast. That is to say, Thriving in Technology. Your, so, your hosts are Sam Moulton, Petra Stefanova, and Cecilia Taylor, all members of the Influence Team at NetApp. For this episode, we are joined by Kat and John Troyer, coming to you in the hectic week after VMworld. Uh, we really appreciate you joining us with us today, and uh, we're glad to have you. Well, thanks so much for having us. We're happy to be here. Absolutely. So, Kat and John, I was hoping that you could spend just a minute telling, uh, just telling a little bit about yourselves for those very few people out there who don't know who you are. So, Kat, would you like to start? Sure. Uh, I'm Kat Troyer, and uh, I am uh, I am married to John. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we have the Influence Marketing Council along with Tech Reckoning where we do uh, consulting and John does quite a bit of analyst and um, pundit type work. And um, I also do uh, career coaching and I do organizational development with, uh, with, with companies that uh, need help on their people side. So I started off, my background was in staffing and I moved over to HR and about 10 years ago, moved over to coaching, and now I do organizational development work. I, I help companies uh, do 360-degree feedback. Uh, I have uncomfortable conversations at times with people, mm-hmm. and uh, although I don't, um, I don't absolutely love uncomfortable conversations, I value them because sometimes there are things that just need to be said, and once we can say them, we can move on. So I help teams do that. And I also do uh, some retreat work with women. Well, we definitely want to hear more about that, about all those things that you mentioned. I've, I have to uh, say that I've already learned an awful lot from you, so um, I think it will be nice to share some of that with other with our listeners. So, John, how about you? Sure. Uh, thanks for having me here. I am married to Kat Troyer, <laughs> and uh, consistency is good. <laughs> it's good. It's good that we're both married to each other. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I actually I started my career as a scientist with a Ph.D. in pharmaceutical chemistry, but was always messing around with computers. Did a stint in the dot-com era uh, as a company founder, which was interesting, and then ended up at VMware in 2005 and helped VMware grow a lot of its community, social media, evangelism, advocacy programs, a lot with the IT and infrastructure and cloud communities. And that's that's been home ever since uh, VMware World. At this point, it's our, you know, 110th umpteenth VMworld, and uh, it's a lot of folks we've known, both Kat and I, for for 15 years or more, which is which is great, right? Which means that uh, it's a great part of the industry. Uh, it's a great you know, way of of keeping in touch with the industry. And so yeah, we do the Influence Marketing Council, where we work with other people at tech companies and other vendors. And I do a little writing, and we do a little speaking together, and so yeah, it's it's uh, we we have a well, I guess we'll end up talking about a lot of those things. Yeah, very keep, busy we, lives. We keep busy, yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scheduling and a vacation—that's one of our challenges. We're working on that. <laughs> and where to? Where where where's the the plan? What's the plan? I actually think it's been a it's been a few years since John and I have been to Hawaii together, so I think we're going to do that next. Oh, very nice. Very yes. nice. So, John, clearly you have, you know, kept your VMware ties, as you've mentioned, and last week at VMworld, you guys were involved in a number of different activities. So we would love to hear more about, you know, what they were and what the outcomes were and 
I've, I've heard about a panel and a workshop and a IMC reception. So who would who would who would like to get started? Well, so I'll I'll just intro my stuff. But yeah, a lot of the stuff was cats this year, which was great. Um, I was there both, uh, you know, in our, you know, wearing our various hats. I did a little stint with uh, Silicon Angle. Silicon Angle's The Cube, so I was interviewing folks uh, from around the industry in, on the show floor, and that was interesting. We did a, an IMC uh, reception with, again, with some of our members and, and, uh, and guests and influencers kind of trying to, I mean, we try to help companies work better with their geeks, and, and, and we try to help geeks work better with companies. So that's what that's all about. But I'll, you know, it was a, a lot of that was, the rest of my week was pretty unstructured, but I'll, I'll hand it over to Kat because she, she had all the... Uh, the agenda this this week this year. Well, you were pretty busy too, but it was it was fun and it was different um, this year for me because I was on um, I was on a panel for the Opening Acts Conference, which is the conference uh, the day before VMworld officially starts, and uh, I was on a panel for avoiding IT burnout. So that was a very relevant topic. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you know I think it goes beyond IT and. I think that just in this digital age that we are living in, it's um, it's so easy to be connected 24/7, and there are implications to that that we may not even be aware of yet. So yeah. um, that was interesting. There was a bunch of uh, industry people there. Eric Lee had done a talk on his experience with uh, IT burnout, and we got to see that at the NDV mug in Ju July. So it was fun to be on a panel with him, and <clears throat> I think he's got, you know, he his talk is really great. I believe it's on video now through um, V Brown Bag, so that's a good one to check out. Um, and also Alicia Preston, who is Mike Preston's wife, who is a mindfulness practitioner and trainer and yoga teacher. She actually teaches meditation to children, uh, oh. which I think is one of the most amazing things because if kids can learn these tools they're going to automatically be more resilient than the adults that we are today. So I just right. love the work that she's doing. So that was fun. We did that on the Sunday. And then Alicia and I did a workshop on Wednesday morning together for participants. And Alicia also does, um, she creates mala bracelets, which are meditation, uh, stone meditation mm -hmm, bracelets. Mm -hmm. So uh, we did that and we shared some mindfulness tools and a little bit of energy hygiene tools. So that was uh, it. Was a very different VM world for me, and I, I will say I probably had more fun this year than I usually do. So tell us, what is energy hygiene? Well, energy hygiene tools are tools that I learned in my first coaching program. So I like to, uh, you know, when we think about personal hygiene, right? We brush our teeth every day, we shower. There are certain things that we do uh, periodically to make sure that we are physically. Uh, that we physically are taking care of our hygiene, right? Mm -hmm. So there are tools that we can do that actually support our energy. So things like um, tools that teach us how to connect our feet to the earth and to, to use the power of grounding to help support us when we need some extra support. Uh, things like uh, tools that teach us how to get present and tools that teach us uh, how to clear our energetic body. Because if we are sensitive, which many of us are on the planet today, it's real easy to pick up other people's energy. 
<clears throat> I mean, just sometimes I feel like going to a grocery store, but being at a place like VMworld last year, I mean, last week, uh, I found myself having to rely on those tools just to keep my own keep my own energy intact, right, without picking up everyone else's energy. So those right. are those are yeah, those are tools that I teach. So Cecilia, I want to give you an opportunity to ask some questions here. I'm kind of doing all the talking, but I don't know if you have anything um, that you'd like to ask Kat about the workshop or the panel. I I think both of them sound fascinating. I always I like to learn about new tools that are going to help me be more productive or more, you know, have a more positive outlook on life. I think that, you know, in talking about that energy hygiene, that, that sounds pretty interesting to me in terms of um, how do you manage that and, and literally those, you know, more specific techniques. I know that you probably have some resources that you could probably share with us that we'll be able to add uh, to this, but I was just wondering if you could just, you know, give us a sample of uh, some of the things that we can do to 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 make sure that our energy is uh, in check. Okay, so one of the first things is grounding, and the the easiest way to ground is just to become aware of your feet and the connection that your feet have to the earth. So I'm on the ground floor right now of our of our home office, so I'm pretty close to the ground. But if I was up a couple floors, which you guys might be. Um, you can still connect to the earth and just I kind of have people imagine that roots are coming out of their feet and into the earth. And then when you take a breath in, you can actually feel just a little bit more support. And having our feet, awareness of our feet on the earth is pretty important. And it's so easy being in this digital age to be in our heads. And just by having that awareness on our feet, and sometimes I'll just uh, move my toes and that helps me to get my energy down to my feet. So there's one there's one thing being grounded, and I have um <clears throat> I actually have an ebook that is on my website that is a free uh, resource for folks. Um, my website is KathleenNelsonTroyer.com, and the book is called Eight Sparks to Ignite Your Inner Wisdom. And in that book, there are a couple meditations that kind of take you through this kind of energy hygiene process. And I'll be doing I'll be doing more of that over the next year, kind of breaking that down and sharing that with folks that are interested. Mm-hmm. John yeah. uses them, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, as a, I usually just think of it as visualizations. Mm-hmm. You know, there's lots of ways of you know you walk like you said you walk into a room with somebody who's angry and you 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 it's start to reflect it. that that anger. Either you become apologetic or you become angry. You walk into somebody a room with somebody that's jittery and you become jittery. Uh, that's their stuff, not yours. And there's lots of ways of being present and, you know, there's meditation practices, there's prayer practices, there's just taking a deep breath, which, mm-hmm. which stimulates part of your autonomic nervous system and helps you calm down. And so uh, a lot of CATS tools are really kind of cool, uh, in this vein at least, are, are very kind of cool visualizations that engage part of your brain. And while you're envisioning being solid on the earth, right, that, that actually, you know, has a, implications on, on a lot of different levels to kind of make you calm and make you... Uh, present and make you, uh, you know, again, open your energy to the other person and, and or, or protect it, whatever you need to be, right? You're solid on the earth. Well, when you, throw that, when you throw those roots down, you can also release anything that doesn't belong to you. And mm-hmm. that, you know, it, it, it's, it's when we keep ourselves too full, too full with stuff that doesn't belong to us when we can feel scattered. Um, so mm-hmm. it's, I think that they go real nicely hand in hand with mindfulness tools. And in many respects, you could look at them as a mindfulness tool. Yeah. And you know what I'm fascinated by is this 
effort that people are making to, I guess, marry these meditation practices with what with IT or, or people mm -hmm. who are um, involved in IT because we're aware that that can be a very stressful uh, industry because it's always changing, there's always new things, and it is the whole digital thing, being on all the time, right. you know, feeling that pressure to be available to everyone 24-7. So can you speak to, you know, what what you think the benefit will be to, you know, specifically the people who are, you know, in the IT industry? Well, I think, you know, I think that if you're working in the IT industry, as with many ind industries, but the spe specifically IT industry, it's fast-paced, right? Mm -hmm. So it's very easy to feel overwhelmed and scattered just with your daily to-do list, right? So by incorporating some of these tools, it helps you to navigate from a more calm, centered place where, you know, hopefully you're bringing more of your authentic power to the moment, right? And when we are present in the moment, that's when we have the most power. So um, the more we can bring our true selves to the present, the more we can be impactful, right, in our jobs and in our world and in our lives. And I, you know, I, I'm imagining right now that there may be some people who are listening to this podcast and they're rolling their eyes, right? They're like, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't see how that's going to fit. I, I, I can't, I don't understand how, how it works. Right. And I have to say, as a, as a recent what meditation convert, um, you know, that I, I have started. Um, using meditation as a way to help me be more productive and more more present, as you say. I can't explain it either, but I will tell you it works. And it has done wonders for me because there's things, you know, I, I, I as you know, I manage the, the NAFA team, and there are 34 members, and things are coming at me, you know, on a constant basis. And I was finding it a little challenging, frankly, to keep up with everything. But... Since I've started, you know, practicing more often, and before I get crazy, by the way, I think that's the that's yeah. the secret. You know, right. don't don't wait until you're about ready to jump off the cliff. Right. Um, it's just been, um, you know, a, 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 I guess a life changer, and so I want to learn as much as I can whenever I can. Awesome. And I've heard that you may be. I don't know, putting together some retreats or something yeah. like that. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, right now we've got two retreats scheduled uh, in Hawaii for next year. Oh, one that's a is, terrible place to I know, have I know. Gosh. Um, the Big Island of Hawaii is one of my favorite places. John and I actually got married there, so that um, nice. that, that, that helps, uh, helps it be one of my favorite places. Um, uh, so we're going to do one uh, in April, April 13th through the 19th, and then also one in July, uh, July 11th through the 16th of 2019. And um, both of what? them will both of them will have the uh, cool experience of getting to swim with the wild dolphins, nice. the, the Hawaiian swim, swim, the Hawaiian spinner dolphins, and um, they are they are just magical beings that are very playful and very full of joy. And I think that the element of playfulness is really important because I think that that's one of the first things that goes out the window when we get stressed out. Absolutely. Right? So carving out some time to, you know, experience play and joy and, you know, maybe working on an intention of something that you want to shift. Um, that's, you know, that's what these retreats are about. They're about um, 
self-care and taking time to really reconnect with with ourselves and, and you know, maybe a little less digital time, right? Mm-hmm. We're not the kind of facilitators that say, you know, leave your phone at home. But, um, you know, we don't, we don't, we, we give plenty of time for, for downtime and for people to check their email and do that because it's hard to, you know, it's hard to completely turn off. But um, structuring a day with some play and some adventure, uh, the retreat work is by far the favorite part of what I do. It's, it's pretty special. So what is it like for the two of you? You know, you've got so many different things that you're working on. What are the dynamics for you two as a couple? I mean, how, how do you guys make it work? John? Well, that's, a, that's a really interesting question, John. Sam. I'll, I'll let John take that. <laughs> What's that funny yeah. look on your face, John? <laughs> that is an interesting question. Um, you know, it's been, it's been uh, um, an interesting journey in that uh, – we both do work together, mm-hmm. and we both work from home. Uh, mm-hmm. We have no kids, so we do spend a lot of time together. We live out here on the coast of uh, California near San Francisco. Um, so it's, it's been interesting. I mean, we try to we, – we're um, – in some ways, our, as a couple, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're more alike than different. There's some couples, I think, where one person is the salesperson and one person is the tech or one person is the – consultant and the other person is the back office we both interact with consulting with with you know with clients a lot um yeah we, you know, could, we could probably benefit from having a wife right <laughs> uh, yeah 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 or at least a back office administrator um who, who doesn't want a wife right <laughs> exactly um you know so but we do have our strength you know we do have our strength where we complement each other right uh, both cat is coming from a you know very humanistic growth perspective uh, I've been involved with, you know, you know, developing programs and trying to kind of communicate uh, that kind of emotion into these kind of corporate uh, bottom line, MBO oriented sort of things and, and actually develop human relationships. Kat has, a, you know, decades of experience as a, as a consultant and a salesperson. Uh, I have a tendency to be a little bit in more in my head. Uh, so, you know, we, we try to use those as complementary. You know, Kat still has clients on her side of both retreats and the and the HR and organizational leadership development. Uh, we collaborate on the IMC. Uh, we're building out uh, more of the, the tech reckoning side. You know, so it, it it goes day by day. We like I say, we try to we try to develop our strengths. We do have a couple of roles though, Kat. Right, Kat. We uh, we try. We are we're actually doing a new one right now mm-hmm. as we're working is, on digital detox. This is uh, today. Will be day eight. Right. We are trying to uh, practice. I'm going to let you talk about it more, John. But we're trying to practice what we preach. The uh, the uh, we, we're, we're turning our phones off. You know, shocking. Like the when, funny thing is, when are you doing? What what time? We are, what? We are we are, we are 8 turning, p.m. Ah. And the funny thing is, half the people we tell go, well, I do that already. Like, no, I don't, you don't already do that. You don't already do that. Somebody said that to us. Mm-hmm. I I don't answer any emails after dinner. And then half the people look at us like we're crazy because how could we possibly do that? So it's been an, it's been fine, right? You turn them off after after dinner or at about around eight. You turn them back on in the morning. Uh, emails are still there. The news is still there. The politicians are still there. Twitter is still there. Mm-hmm. Facebook likes are still there. Uh, the videos that you didn't see yesterday, you'll see today. So you know that's that's been super good. I mean, we always had certain rules. Like we very early learned that we cannot talk about like finances mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in bed. 
Like, <laughs> like that's a bad idea. Yeah, John would say, "Oh, I'm worried about I'm worried about the bank balance," and then would start to snore, and and I would, you know, I would then lose sleep. But it, it does with both of us being involved in the same companies. You know, it does. We we share similar rhythms in terms of the highs and the lows, right? Entrepreneurship is very much about very high highs and very low lows of like, oh, we got the deal, we didn't get the deal, we got a huge check, we didn't get a huge check. Uh, this was fun. This was not fun. In in a way that's uh, you know that's uh, you know so we share those those rhythms. That's a little tougher. It's a, you can't come home like Cat can't come home to me and go, oh, you know, I had a really hard day with this client or my boss. My business partner was an ass today. I just can't do that. <laughs> yeah, and, or like I'm sure, honey, I'm sure you'll, you'll you'll do great at it because we both know what it looks like, right? We both on the inside of it. So that's been that's been uh, that's been interesting, like following that 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 being yoked to each other and and following those highs and lows together. But um, but again, I think it what we're trying to learn here in our in our maturity is. <laughs> to all the things that everyone always talks about in terms of in terms of burnout in terms of work life if not balance at least work life separation taking breaks taking time for ourselves self care self maintenance which is i find is a little different than self care it's not all about bubble baths and candles sometimes it's about you know calling uh you know working on your finances and things like that so but trying to separate out the work from the personal the marriage from the work so that you're able to exist in a state of relaxation and fun together, and it's not all just like, ah, did you, you know, did so and so return your call, or where's that email, or you know, what's going on with that invoice? So anyway, it's it's uh, it is a it is a daily, uh, it is it is a it is a daily work in itself. But I think hopefully. So let me ask. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was just going to say, uh, do you guys by any chance have like a safety word, uh, or some mechanism you use when? Oh, there's a interesting look on Cat's face right now when somebody is just pushing too hard or, or isn't aware. I mean, how do you guys handle? I mean, is there a something you do for that? <laughs> it sounds actually like a good idea. Uh, we, we do not, as far as I know. Um, occasionally, we will we will go to different parts of the house and then uh, process and come back later and discuss. Yeah, I've definitely learned in the last year or so if if I am feeling uh, an emotion intensely, it may not be the best time for me to communicate. Right? I there, might, yes. I might say something that I don't want to say. So I have been practicing personally for the last year to give myself space to feel the feelings, process them, and then think about what I want to say. And so that. That's been super helpful for me personally, and I my guess is John probably appreciates that too. What, what? Nothing that you wouldn't do at work, right? You should yeah. not send an angry email. You right. should breathe and maybe send it in the next day and take a look yeah. at it first. One of the things I've learned um, is to actually, you know, stop talking mm -hmm. and go off and write a text. I know that sounds a little bit silly, but as I'm putting the text together, I can see where if I had said some of those things out loud, mm -hmm. it, it, it wouldn't have worked. And I can kind of like take that step back and and just approach it from a more positive standpoint. And for me, that works. I'm not sure how my John feels about it, but, <laughs> um, but, I, but it's worked for me. Well, good. Good. I think it's important to know that we can actually give ourselves the time and the space to uh, navigate. Um, without having to communicate immediately. 
Yeah. And, and, and a lot of times it can be a little bit more gentle. And, um, and also, we do that. yeah, and, and another thing that comes to mind is um, the the need to maintain your individuality. I mean, your own, yeah. you know, how do you guys, what kind of things do you do to make sure that, you know, you, John, are still, you know, focused on things that you enjoy that may not be something, that may not be things that Kat wants to be involved in and, and vice versa? Well, we try to leave space for for each other's thing, right? This is not, Kat joined me in the, it's not that Kat loves uh, influence marketing or really has this affinity for these, uh, you know, the, how you how to structure a, a, an, a, an, an advocacy program in a corporate environment and how you'd structure it in a startup. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, she brings a lot to that. It's not like I have a super affinity for uh, uh, or have ever led a retreat in Hawaii. So we do try to leave space for each other's each other's activities and have our own separate identities. I don't know if does that make. Yeah, I think having taking time, you know, both of us have done a personal retreat this year, where we took off for um, you know almost a week. Oh, so not together then, separately. Not together. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I went to Hawaii before um, before VMworld. I actually am lucky I got back because there was a hurricane. So I had to cut my I had to cut my trip short to make sure that I got back to meet my commitments in Las Vegas for VMworld. But um, and John did a retreat in March this year. Mm -hmm. oh. So I think uh, you know it's about having separate roots mm -hmm. and, and maintaining those separate roots. I think that's how it stays healthy. And you know I'm not going to pretend that we haven't had challenges. Um, learning how to navigate working with my husband. You know, I would, you know, in full transparency, about once a quarter, there's some kind of a little meltdown that we have to learn how to navigate. Uh, I think it's made us stronger in the long run. But, uh, you know, it's not all butterflies and unicorns. Yeah, yeah. And how do you feel about that, John? Oh, yeah, I'd agree. I mean, this is, um, it is, I don't want to to compare it in certain ways to having kids or whatever, but you know it's 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 the same things you use in a same skill sets that you develop in a, in in a, in many marriages with kids or many marriages uh, or in many work teams, right? You have to learn how to get you know how to how to delegate to each other, how to who does what, how when you both pitch in and dig in the ditch, you know who's you know you don't want to hit each other with the shovels, right? So uh, the 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 same sort of skills of, of how to what you know, roles and responsibilities, and how you divide and conquer, and in a in a team or a marriage are, are there. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's it's. I'm, I'm, but it is heightened with uh, you know with money on the line, and uh, you know, and your your mortgage on the line. So uh, you know, it's it's again, it's there's a there's a certain amount of uh, uh, adrenaline and risk involved in entrepreneurship that I don't think you know. It's frankly, it seems a little harder than having a. Uh, some, there's many days when I think, you know, it's a little harder than having a day, a day job. I wish I had a paycheck this, this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really so inconvenient that we actually have to worry about earning money, isn't it? Yeah. It's just, it's just, it messes it's, everything up. It does. It really does. I have a question, and it, it, it kind of goes back to, um, and probably now that we've kind of reached that kind of middle point of life, um, we kind of go back to you know, if you were giving advice to your younger self, if you could go back and say, um, I'm, I'm going into 
this technology world and going into this technology arena, um, if you could give advice to your younger self, what would that be? Hmm. Um, I would say, uh, from yeah, that's a, that's a good question. That, that's that's a good question. I said as I tried to kind of formulate my thought. <laughs> but you know, in terms of in terms of career and in terms of uh, uh, personal advice, right? I, I, I've given this advice to others, and I think I would give it to myself too. And it's what I need to hear, which is that you know, be braver, be be less scared about things, try things, and have a bias towards action. Uh, you know, I am, I am trained as an academic. I spent years and years and years in grad school, and uh, you know, there's that. That's kind of a slower. There, there's a there's a bias towards a slower pace and a more, uh, uh, you know, less bias towards towards direct action. So you know, I think I think I've seen from people in careers, uh, you know, people who are less afraid of trying things, people who have a bias towards getting things done, and then and then finally the final thing is you know, help as many people as you can. I mean, those are the kind of the three things that I might uh, give give myself advice in. I will give advice to everybody, which is that uh, one of my favorite kind of statistics or, or, or studies at the moment is a, is a study that comes out of Harvard, and it's a longitudinal study that started with a bunch of Harvard kids and now has extended to many, many people in many, many classes and walks of life. Um, but basically, they, they, it's a longevity and happiness study, and you'll, you'll see it referenced in a lot of things about happiness and, and, and living a good life. But uh, basically, the, the one constant, there were a few other things, but the strongest predictor of a long and happy life and a healthier life is, is connections and, and strong relationships. And that was true if you're rich or you're poor or you're white or you're black or you're a man or a woman. The, if you have stronger connections and family relationships, or not family, but just stronger relationships, you do better, you feel better, you are healthier. Um, you know, and that, that hits a lot of people as they retire and, and, miss, and they lose their work uh, work network. But, you know, that's something for us all as human beings to, to recognize, especially as we tend to be, you know, some of us are introverts. Some of us tend to be on the computer a lot. And I love social media and connecting with people on the computer, but it's not the same as having, you know, somebody at the table and break, literally breaking bread with them. So, you know, I don't know, that's about, maybe that's a fourth thing. I think all of those are good. Um, what would I add? Uh, as far as, you know, when you're getting started, maybe uh, follow your passion, follow your joy, maybe pay a little less attention to what other people think you should be doing and learn how to trust your own, you know, to, to pay attention to those messages that we get. So I'd say follow what you're passionate about and learn as much as you can about that and become an expert in that. And then uh, secondly, and maybe this is more of a, a female thing as opposed to a male thing, but, um, you know, maybe don't care as much what other people think about what you're doing. Uh, you know, as I've gotten older, I've definitely taken on more of that attitude, and it's just so much lighter. Like, you know, who cares what people think anyways, right? People are going to think what they think, and we have no, um, we have no control over that. So... Follow your passion. Don't care so much what people think. Um, and, you know, give back. Give back where you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you both have said that. I think that's important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's um, good advice, I think, for, for everybody. <laughs> and uh, did, we, did we not ask you about something we should have asked you about, some of the work you did at VMworld or things that are coming up? Is there anything that you'd like to share with us? 
Hmm. I mean, for the for the tech community, I'd say keep uh, keep a little tickler out for TechReckoning.com. That's in the process of being uh, changed uh, changed up a little bit. There should be some interesting stuff around podcasts and around live streaming and around you know people who are interested in being more active in the community. I I, I have a love hate relationship with the word influencer, but you know there's a what we've learned is there's a set of people inside these communities of practice like the tech community who if you if you give more into the community, right, you create things and that energy in those creations has a profound, can have a profound effect uh, both on your current job and on your career and, and on your career satisfaction and your job satisfaction. So, you know, I want to continue to work, you know, with people to help them like, it's not like how to be a blogger, but, you know, that's, that's part of it, right? And so I think if people, even in 2018, uh, there's a, there is still a huge amount of value in becoming active in, in, in your tech community and, and you know, you, we learn, you know, the, the, the Roman, uh, the Seneca said, uh, you know, we learn by teaching and that's, that's really true. And so the more you can do that. So anyway, that's a long answer. The short answer is watch Tech Reckoning. <laughs> I don't know, Pat, anything else that we should have talked about from VMworld, et cetera? There's no, is there a recording of the opening acts? I believe there is. I think that, I think it was recorded, yeah. Yeah, we'll try to hunt up that link for okay. y'all. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, I think we covered most everything that we've got going on. I will be updating my my website soon with retweet information, but uh, those dates I think they're solid for next year. Very good, very good. Well, we'll include all of the um, I guess the links are the information that you have shared with us in the the show notes. So anything you'd like us to include, please send it on over to uh, Cecilia and I. And I, I should say, too, that we're very sorry that we didn't have Petya joining us today, our, our third. What do you, if you have a co-host, that's two. What do you call it when you have three? You're uh, I don't know. Anyway, she was. Um, <laughs> I think co-host is okay. Co okay, can be for more than a, one. A, a triple co-host situation. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, she is enjoying a lovely vacation in Florida, so um, we will follow up with her when she gets back and let her know that uh, we were able to catch up with you guys. So and we thanks. we enjoyed we enjoyed spending time with her last week uh, at VMworld. That was yep. fun, to, fun to get to yep. hang out with her. Yep. Yep, she is a firecracker for sure. Yeah. So anyway, thank you so much uh, for joining us. And Cecilia, I'll let you wrap it up. Well, we, we definitely thank both of you for joining us today. And, you know, we're a new podcast and trying to get off the ground. So we'll definitely be reaching out to you in a, to record a future episode with us uh, okay. and uh, talk to us a little bit more. Um, to our listeners out there, we know you have a variety of podcasts you can listen to, and we appreciate the time you took to uh, spend with us. We'd love to hear your feedback. What works? What doesn't? What would you like to hear about next? Uh, send an email to us, and we'll let us know what you'd like to discuss. Until next time, thank you. <laughs>